Welcome to the Community Group Leadership Podcast, where we seek to help community group leaders be better together. I'm Tyler Cherneski. And I'm Reed Kappel, and we're thrilled to share with you all some best practices and resources and stories from across all of our campuses uh, regarding community groups. And I am so thrilled today to have with us Jan and Dennis Stewart from the Shawnee Mission Campus. We are in for a real treat with them, and the topic of conversation today is hospitality. Um, so Dennis and Jan, maybe just some, some questions to get us started. What are some things you enjoy about leading your community group, and, and what are some things that maybe sometimes cause a bit of frustration? I think one of our greatest enjoyments is just getting to know people, and uh, at a different level than you do normally on a Sunday morning, and truly... Uh, walking life with people and, and learning a little of their history. And that kind of helps then develop the conversation as you grow together in a, as a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the frustrations, I'm sure, are just part of being in this busy world that we live in. It's just the fact that everyone has busy schedules. So finding a consistent time to meet with 12, 10, 12 people is always, always a challenge. Yeah, we get that a lot. That's that's definitely a consensus across all of our campuses. Uh, trying to get everybody in one place and one time. I mean, you almost need UPS or a PhD in logistics to kind of figure out how to host a community group. But um, well, as we consider kind of the various roles of a community group leader, uh, we probably think of things like facilitating discussion, which we talked about uh, in our last episode, leading prayer times, building relationships. But and all these things are, are needed and they're, they're vital uh, to be a good community group leader, but, but we would be remiss if we failed to see the place of hospitality uh, as, as kind of a central role in being a good community group leader. So when it comes to caring well for people in our groups, we've, we have to know how to care well for people in our homes. And so, uh, so, so Tyler, maybe just to kind of lead us into this conversation, what, why, sh- why should we kind of devote an entire episode uh, to this topic of conversation? Quite simply, Reed, I think that hospitality is perhaps one of the most neglected virtues from the New Testament. I mean, mm-hmm. we see uh, kind of this term and this principle of hospitality throughout the scriptures. And the fact is, we can often make it feel like it's something extra. It's an add-on, something nice, but not essential. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, I'm not sure that that's how the Bible talks about it. I think it's a little more core to Christian life and Christian virtue yeah. in the New Testament. You know, actually in the Bible, the word hospitality, its uh, it literally means more love for strangers. And so I'm curious, maybe Dennis and Jan, what do you think it means to be hospitable as community group leaders? How is that actually uh, put on display in a community group? Well, I believe it's really a heart trait. Uh, By that, I mean it's uh, something a person really values. It's something they really want to do. And then uh, how it's displayed or how it's played out is in the how you would welcome new people, how Mm -hmm. you listen to people, how you connect with people. In your really your sincere desire to get to know them personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the focus is making the group members feel comfortable in your home and then with each other to feel valued and significant. And it's also shepherding the whole group so that they become a cohesive group and so that then they look out for each other. Mm-hmm. We are a total group and, mm-hmm. you know, we embrace each other. And another way it's played out is in displaying your sincere interest in the individual. Yeah. Yeah, what I love about that is how hospitality is not just this individual thing. You're, you're caring for each person, but also for all people. But, but the hope is that that even, it, it turns into and cultivates a, a culture of hospitality, that it's not just the hosts are the hospitable ones, but it allows other people to have the opportunity to be hospitable. That's beautiful. 
Well, uh, hospitality is vital at, I think, any stage uh, of a community group. Uh, but there's a sense in which it's, it's uniquely important uh, in new groups. And so what are some tips or tricks you would suggest for hosting a new group? What does hospitality look like at that early stage? How do we show love for strangers uh, when you're inviting them over for the first time? Well, Dennis and I would often start a new group with a dinner in our home, maybe a barbecue or a dinner where we provide the main dish and, and uh, drinks, and we ask everyone else to help with the rest of the meal. Mm-hmm. And then either after the meal is over or when we're finished eating, we'd sit at the table or maybe in our family room, and we would just go around the group trying to get to know each other better. And we'd ask some questions that we just ask everyone to um to respond to, like uh, where they grew up, uh, what what information about their family, their occupation, their hobbies, and how long they've been at Christ Community Church and where they're serving um, on Sunday morning if they are. So we're trying to get to develop a relationship with each other, and yeah. you've got to have information to do that. Yeah. And we're also trying in that process to get people comfortable talking in front of one another. And so... When we go on into the sharing part, they're they're comfortable interacting. Yeah, you're practicing that kind of. Yeah, just practicing. You're modeling for them yeah. kind of what you're hoping them to do. So, in as part of that, uh, after Jen, after our meal and our kind of our icebreaker, if you would, to get to know one another, then I kind of review the purpose of the community group, uh, the importance of confidentiality, uh, what's said in the group stays in the group, and mm-hmm. I, I firmly mm-hmm. believe that's a a key part of the community group and, and the sharing in the community group. And then we uh, talk about when we're going to meet, how often we're going to meet, the times we're going to meet, both beginning and end. Uh, if you plan to serve food or not, which that may sound a bit trite, but that can, if you don't watch, food can become the focus of and the consternation of the group as mm-hmm. to who's mm-hmm. bringing what and yeah. did I bring something better than Susie did uh-huh. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then where you plan to meet. And uh, we talked about that. And then the curriculum. And so the first curriculum will be probably established, but how we will, as a group, decide what future curriculums. But above all, I emphasize that this isn't Jan and I, our group, but it's the group's as a whole, it's our group. So we want to do that and work together. So uh, I like to see others share in the execution of our meeting. Uh, examples of that could be possibly someone who organizes the snacks, someone who leads the prayer time, uh, sends out prayer requests, uh, and possibly even others hosting the group. All this uh, gives ownership to the members. Yeah, yeah. And in the future, it also you're, you're training them possibly for leading a group in the future as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, I'm just so fascinated by that idea of the ownership and what it takes. I mean, I'm just curious, how do you share that role of hospitality with the other members of the group? How does that, that process takes place where you move from, you know, this is Dennis and Jan's group to this is kind of our group and this responsibility for hospitality is something we share? Well, you allow them the opportunity to host the group in their homes. So um, that's something you can discuss and see who's willing to open their homes and willing to do that. And then um, you you let someone organize snacks. Uh, you let you you let them take ownership of different parts of the group so that they can experience those things and. and and have ownership of it. Mm-hmm. I think this is an important point to pause to. Just the fact this is this is so fascinating for me and for our listeners. 
that we could have someone who's leading a group where the group is hosted in another person's house and food is organized by someone else. Mm -hmm. That really is a big idea that I just want to repeat. I mean, it's it's fascinating, that idea of shared leadership. Mm -hmm. Of course, I can see how that would help develop hospitality. So to me, the role of the leader is truly not doing it all, but how you uh, share responsibilities and your goal is really how do you train, how do you help a person develop a closer relationship with God and how you, they can develop skills and confidence. So hopefully someday they'll see that opportunity to lead a group themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're trying to multiply yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it also kind of guards you from burnout where you're not having to do absolutely. everything and cleaning your house all the time and making puppy chow, whatever it is you guys decide to make. Um, do you guys have puppy chow in your community group no. sometimes? No, we don't. Oh, well, you were missing out. We're going to get a new member, right? Yeah. We're, we're going we're to cover ship. that next episode. We're totally devoted you to You bring chow. up a good point, and that's it. As a leader, also, you want to let others lead the mm-hmm. group. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, not just snacks and the other stuff, but it's okay to let someone else lead. Yeah. And then to give them encouragement afterwards. Oh, that's um, vital. That's yeah. vital. That's great. Well, as we kind of wrap this episode up, just um, one thing that's that's good to keep in mind is that, you know, hospitality doesn't just take place during the set time of our community groups. Uh, so what are some things you do as a group uh, to foster community outside of the formal times that your group meets? So email is a great tool that you can use. And, it, and you can follow up on specific prayer requests. Mm-hmm. You can send just a note of encouragement when that person comes to your mind. Um, and I use the phone. I'm a little old-fashioned, but if the Holy Spirit puts someone on my mind, I'll pick up the phone and just say, you know, God's just put you on my mind. Hey, tell me what's going on, yeah, or, or yeah. just follow up on a prayer request. And then last but not least, one of the things Jan criticizes, but I enjoy visiting before <laughs> and after church. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> sure. so I'm usually the last one that leaves, but I always like to visit with people and just kind of see how their week's going. Yeah, that's great. And one really easy thing that we've started doing, especially at Christ Community, is group dinners after church. So this is a real, you know, uh, even if you just decide that week, let's get together after Sunday. You can uh, shoot out an email to your group, see who's going to be available, and then just go out after service and just spend some time together. It really is a fun and easy way uh, of just building the relationships. And then another thing that we've not used in Christ Community, but we've done in other groups, is uh, doing something together. Uh, maybe working at Harvesters. Maybe mm-hmm. a Habitat yeah. for Humanity. Maybe even feeling a need within Christ Community if they have a need that's something that your group could do together. Yeah. Serving together is a way of just building that relationship and getting to know people and, and having fun along the way. Yeah. I think one of the... Other things is uh, as a group and as you become cohesive, you have to remember that one of the roles of a community group is to be the first responders. Mm -hmm. So if there's Mm -hmm. a need within the group, whether it's uh, possibly a sickness, a loss of a family member, whatever, the first people to respond to help meet the need is going to be that community group. And so you want to encourage and build that into them, and that also builds great cohesiveness uh, within the group. Yeah. And last but not least, I think it's it's just being a good listener mm-hmm. as a leader. So you're always listening and trying to understand what's going on and what are the needs and, and what are the excitements in the group as well. Yeah. Well, Dennis, Jan, thank you for your time, for your service and leadership, and for helping us have a just a, a bigger imagination for what it means to, to show hospitality, that it's not just 
it's not on the junior varsity list of, of gifts, but it really is something that is, that is vital to not just leadership and community groups, but, but really to Christian living and, and the heart of the Christian message. So, so thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Well, Tyler, uh, would you just take a second, kind of just share what, are, what were some of the highlights of this episode? What, what stood out to you? Uh, what resonated with you as a leader? And I keep thinking about that connection that Dennis and Jan made between hospitality and all the other things that folks want from a community group. You know, I hear again and again uh, that folks want their community group to be there when times are tough, to show up when things are difficult. Uh, we want deep community out of our group. And I love that Dennis and Jan reminded us that those things happen when hospitality paves the way. That yeah. if groups uh, make room and think about all the, those initial details that can seem so small with hospitality, flourishing happens, leaders are multiplied. It's uh, That really is the foundation of it all. Yeah. That's great. Uh, well, for all of you uh, billions of listeners out there in podcast world, if you would, would love to learn more or get some more resources on this issue of hospitality, hosting well, uh, we have some links to articles uh, in the episode notes um, in the podcast or in the email uh, that we sent this podcast to you in. So check that out if you'd like to learn more and host well. So where are we headed next, Reed? Yeah, yeah. So our next episode is with uh, Scott and Pam Barnes on the issue of caring for our kids well. Okay. Uh, for those of us who have community groups with, with kids, uh, we know that it can be a struggle and challenge sure. to have kids with us or uh, in the basement, you know. And right. so how do, we, how do we care for our kids well? How do we incorporate them well beyond just, you know, letting them watch VeggieTales over and yeah, over and over yeah. again? Keep so, shoving sugar their way. Exactly. Right. I mean, those are some methods that are helpful, but, uh, but we're looking forward to learning from them. And who knows, maybe they'll parent my children for the rest of my life. So that'd be great. But yeah, we're looking forward to having them. And we'll see you all in the next episode. I almost said locked in the basement. It's like, you know, lock them in the basement.